0: And so, we can come to this session of sitting, resting in our beingness. If nothing else, for this time that we have together, see if you can set an intention to be still. When we hear an instruction like, be still, it's natural to first imagine the physical body and what stillness looks like for that body. But as with most things in meditation practice, come to see that our first response is one that has been established and recorded many times over from others' knowledge. In our meditation practice, the body is the doorway to our deeper selves. So, practicing and maintaining some degree of physical stillness, of easing the body into motionlessness. Some degree of this is helpful. But as with sleep, if we attempt to Wrestle or try to will ourselves into sleep. We meet with resistance. And resistance holding on, opposing, fighting an idea, person, a memory. These make the mind restless. So just as we can't will ourselves to fall asleep at a moment's notice, and we must wait for a time when the body, spirit, the consciousness decides that it needs to rest. The operating piece is surrender. And so, when we seek a stillness in the body during meditation, we look to surrender first, to let go of all the prescriptions for body stillness, to let go and allow the body to function naturally among the rest of the elements, finding its own place of motionlessness, of pure and spontaneous being. Body itself can be that threshold through which we pass in our meditation practice because it offers a very visceral, very palpable, felt sense of that negotiation between the willpower and our surrender. And when we come to see that we can no more will our bodies into their natural stillness than we can will ourselves to sleep. We see the wisdom in surrender. The wisdom in letting go. And in that act of surrender is an implicit faith that all will run as intended, as needed, without our intervention and without our better ideas. We can be like lilies, neither turning nor toiling. As the meditation continues, And we've become even more deeply aware of a felt sense of surrender. We can observe that the body itself has become more relaxed. It's almost as if the very cells in the body can respond to the word surrender. One of those words that when spoken in any language is understood by all, words like mama, papa. And as our bodies feel relaxed and perhaps you can feel a warmth spreading through certain parts of your body, Or maybe there's just an overall sense of calm and is often the result of surrendering and allowing our bodies to move or be still in the way most natural. If this is true in our experience here, that surrender brings rest. If that is our experience on the threshold through the body, why not practice that with each deepening throughout this meditation? So if we sit, surrendered, allowing our body to find It's own natural, comfortable posture, one of relaxed attention. Whenever we meet with some resistance during our meditation, often it's a thought. Perhaps the thought is emotionally distressing. And that feeling of ease and comfort that come from surrender begins to tighten. You can feel in the body, in the spirit, even in the attic of the mind how our bodies and selves contract when we resist thoughts or feelings that come up during meditation those thoughts that may seem endlessly clamorous incessantly chattering, leading us into pockets of the future, imagined, dreadful, producing anxiety or those unlocatable but seemingly real ghosts of regret from the past as our minds create to-do lists for the rest of the day. And we notice the constriction that occurs in all levels of our awareness. And suddenly it feels as if we're stuck. As this meditation progresses, see if you can simply notice When your entire self has contracted. And the difference between the felt sense of calm when surrendering the body to the resistance we may now have to a particular thought or a feeling evoked by some thoughts. Why not try what we've learned from the body? Simply surrender to the noise in the mind. Call it what you like, surrendering to the mind, radical acceptance of the mind. whatever description appeals to you most, simply grasp the truth set in surrendering and allowing the mind to operate naturally as we've allowed the body in finding its posture and place of rest. This does not mean that we become the mind slave. In fact, the quickest way to disengage from the mind and to let the same chattering that once distracted and ensnared us to to settle and to fade the very low, muted noise. The only thing necessary is to simply lose interest in the thoughts, because it's our interest that binds us to the wandering of the mind. We become fascinated with our thinking. And we watch it. And we follow the pleasant thoughts. And we tense against the unpleasant thoughts. There's the hook. once we engage in the mind and are prey to our own interest in those thoughts. The only way out is to stop struggling and fighting and surrender, to surrender to that calm in your beingness, that felt sense of peace. And knowing by an intuitive faith that that peace is our birthright. It is who we are. Beneath personalities and biographies, preferences, and fear is peace. as we've practiced before. Our most powerful asset in our spiritual kit is our ability to direct our attention in whichever direction we choose. Call it radical acceptance of the thoughts. Call it surrender. Call it losing interest. Whichever way we understand it, we suddenly have this store of attention that needs to find an object. Once freed from its interest in the thoughts, our attention must be placed somewhere where thoughts cannot enter. And that place for our attention, where thoughts may not go, is the present moment. However you can come to a felt sense, of this moment through your breath through a felt sense of aliveness in your body to the pulse that sensation of beating usually in delicate, ticklish spots on our body. Spots where the skin is pulled tightly, the ankle. Just below the ankle and behind the ankle, we can often feel the pulse. So, if we allow our attention, now freed from the automatic and often incoherent storylines created, we can shift our attention to the thoughtless present. Do not be anxious about the future. Nothing the mind imagines is of value. The mind and its imagination are limited by past experience, by memories, that are impressed upon us. The mind is conditioned by its education, by its experience. And it's only with this meager material that the mind can imagine anything, including the future. Contrast that with the expansiveness of remaining in the thoughtless present. How what feels to be us is not the sound of our thinking, but instead this felt sense that begins to exceed the lines of the body and open its arms to embrace this moment. We need not be anxious nor imagine if we can repeatedly come back to this thoughtless present lose interest in our thinking. The thoughtless present is laid out by that higher power whose very being is love, whose capacity for creating the new in the material world is unlimited. All we're being asked to do is nothing. Be still. Worry not about the future. Wrap yourself in that embrace, this moment, an unconditional love, that will never offer anything less than everything.